Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to Save Your Sanity Podcast. I'm Dr. Roberta Shaler. Are you living with the chaos, confusion, and uncertainty that a toxic person loves to create? Is a partner, parent, ex, sibling, child, or coworker causing you to second-guess yourself? That can be crazy-making. I'm here to help you save your sanity. So let's get down to it and figure some things out now. Stay tuned. Hello, and welcome to Save Your Sanity Podcast. If you're joining us for the first time, I'm delighted that you found the show. And if you're returning, I'm glad you found value and decided to join me again. Save Your Sanity is all about bringing you help for toxic relationships. Those relationships with a parent, a partner, a colleague, a sibling who always go relentlessly sideways. They're difficult, they're toxic, and they want power over you. And that's what we talk about here on Save Your Sanity Podcast. And right now we're doing a series on housebound with a hijackal. And today we're going to talk about four life-saving, immediate antidotes to the toxicity of hijackals, those relentlessly difficult, toxic people. So if you need more information about this work, go to transformingrelationship.com. You will see it right there on your screen. And then we're going to proceed today with these very valuable tips because you have to recognize that you have the power within you to change your internal state, to change your mind. In previous things in Housebound with a Hijackal, I've talked about why I wrote my book, What You Pay Attention to Expands. And that's exactly right. What you pay attention to does expand. And if we're spending all our time in the ain't it awful, he or she done me wrong category, that's not a great place to spend our time. So I want to give you some hints today. We're going to talk about four different things that hijackals do and what you can immediately do internally to be an antidote to their toxicity. You know it never pays to poke a hijackal. It never works. You don't want their rage. You don't want their disdain. You don't want any upset. But these four things are things that you will do to empower yourself. And that does work. So let's get on with that. So you know one thing about hijackals. They are constantly complaining and blaming and shaming. And they're on the lookout for someone to blame or shame, someone to complain to. Now, in these difficult times when you're housebound with a hijackal, you are probably the target of their blame and shame. You're handy. They are in a generalized resentment because they don't have any power over what's going on. And they hate that. They cannot do anything about this problem we're experiencing right now. And they may have been told to go home and work. And now they have no other people to have power over except you. Or maybe they've lost their job through no fault of their own. That is intolerable to a hijackal. So 
when you imagine that things are beyond the control of a hijackal and they actually get that they're beyond their control, they are furious, they're angry, they're resentful, and their toxicity level goes way up. And so you become the likely target for them. So this technique I'm going to teach you, I've talked about it before. I want to teach it to you for sure today. And this is what you can use as soon as it starts coming your way, because you can do it whether someone's talking or you're talking or whatever, you start practicing purposeful deep breathing using the 478 method. Now, what happens is when you take a really deep, purposeful breath in through your nose, you get the maximum amount of oxygen. Why do you want that? Your cells need it in order to stay calm, to stay alert and alive and in the moment. So you breathe in deeply for a count of four through your nose, take in as much air as you can, and then you hold it for a count of seven. And that count of seven allows that oxygen to travel around your bloodstream and reoxygenate the cells while picking up carbon dioxide, which is going to be a downer and you don't want that. So it takes about 20 seconds, the research says, for one breath to go all the way around your bloodstream. So you want to hold your breath for seven counts so that that can happen. And then you're going to exhale through your mouth for a count of eight. Get it all out. Get all of the carbon dioxide out and make yourself ready to take in another big amount of oxygen. Now you want the carbon dioxide out because when you have too much of it, you sigh or you yawn, your body naturally wants to get rid of it. But when you have toxicity coming at you or when you're at the end of your tether and you just don't know what else to do, this is a wonderful thing to do. In fact, I call this kind of purposeful, intentional breathing the least expensive, most luxurious vacation you can take. It's available to you any second, and you are in charge of when you take it. You can use it to fall asleep. You can use it when you get anxious. You can use it when the hijackal is going off, and you know it has nothing to do with you, but you can pay attention, and you can do the breathing. And the good thing is that you can do the exhalation just as you smile or as you talk. And you can be taking really good care of yourself in the moment that toxicity is being spewed in your direction. Now, this comes from the yogic tradition. Many of you may not know I'm a trained Shivananda certified instructor. And I believe in all aspects of yoga, not only the exercises, the asanas, but the breathing and the food and the meditation and the concentration, all eight parts of the Raja Yoga path, because they help us so much. And particularly when stress is being rained down upon us, we have our own stress at this time, let alone the stress of maybe having children at home. And then we have hijackal stress. Now, that causes you to live at a level of stress that can put you into the fight-or-flight arousal system in your body, which means that chemicals are washing through your body that you do not want there all the time. So this becomes an empowering tool. You have something you can do. 
you feel the energy coming, and instead of caving in, you breathe. You hear the vitriol in their voice and the blame coming, and you empower yourself and take up space and draw breath and breathe. So purposeful, intentional breathing, that is very, very important. So that's the number one antidote. Now, number two, hijackles gaslight you. They want to define your reality. They want to tell you what you think, what you feel, what you need, what you want, what you remember. You've experienced that, right? That's what they're up to. They want to tell you all those things. And that gaslighting, where they make up what's true for you, where they tell you how you feel about something. Have you ever had a hijackle say to you, I know you better than you know yourself? Don't believe it. Don't believe it. It's not true. But they want you to believe it because they have to believe it. It's the way that they keep their sanity. So don't let them take yours with a silly belief. They they want to do something that is conveniently in alignment with what they want, right? That's why they gaslight you. They're preparing you to go their way. They think if they can convince you that life is one particular way and that they are right and you are wrong, that you will then go along with them and they will have more power over you. What you have to learn to do, and and I teach this to all my clients, and if you want to talk to me directly, you can go to beaclient.com. Very, very simple. Just go to beaclient.com and you can learn that. But what I want people to understand is when you are being attacked constantly, this is very, very difficult for your body unless you do something proactive like this deep breathing. And also there are things that you can do in order to understand that this gaslighting is going to go on and on and on. And you have to stand your ground. And what I teach my clients when we work together is to recognize the gaslighting and then to be able to quietly, neutrally, and firmly say, that is not the way I remember it. That is not what I think. That is not what I feel. If you'd like to know, I would happily answer your questions. So that you are saying, I recognize this as gaslighting and it is not going to work for me. So to counteract that, I suggest you do the mine, not mine practice. And this is from a friend of mine who is an energy worker and it works so well. And what it is, you don't even have to list the things that are mine and not mine. What you do is you just simply say, okay, I accept what is mine. I work with what is mine. This is mine. This is mine. And I release all that is not mine. I release all that is not mine. Now, if that sounds a little too woo-woo for you, don't worry. Because your body knows what is yours and what is not yours. And if you've been engaged in the not mind for a while because they've been nattering at you or pressuring you or trying to brainwash you or gaslight you, then you have to remember, no, that's not mine. 
That is not the truth about me. That is not what I think, feel, need, want to remember. That is not the direction I want to go. And no amount of hearing that from a hijackal partner is going to change my mind. So this exercise, all right, this is my, you can be specific if you want. You know, I know that this is what I want in life. I, I know that other people have different opinions and they're not mine. And you work with that. One of the great books that I've read in my life is a book by a man called Parker J. Palmer. And his book is called The Hidden Wholeness. Wonderful book. Highly recommend you find a copy. And he reminds us that as adults, dealing with other adults, it is not our job to fix, advise, rescue, or set straight other adults. It's not our job. Our job is to be us, to be uniquely us, to be fully us, to be us expressing our values, our vision, our beliefs, and our purpose, and doing that happily and freely. And if we do that completely, we will be interested in other humans, but we won't let them take up our space. We will be curious and we will be giving, but we will not be overgiving. And this is a very great balance that is important for us to create. Do you see how important that is? The balance between mine and not mine. I'm not here to fix, advise, rescue, or set straight. Whoa, what a relief. I don't have to do anything about it. I need to be present. I need to be me. I need to have good communication skills. I need to know how to speak up in a conflict. I need to be assertive. I'm going to talk about that more in a minute. And then you embody who you are, even in the face of somebody trying to tell you who you are and how you are and how you should be and how you shouldn't be. You can get some strength there and recognize that, no, you can do it differently. It's very empowering. So let's move on to number three. Hijackles invalidate you. They're demeaning and discounting and dismissing and discarding. In order to have power over you, they have to make you small. That's their way of doing things. And if they're your parent or if they're your partner or whomever they are in your life, if you've had a long history of that, you may have shrunk a little. And now is the time. Remember that life-saving immediate thing to do is open your chest, stand up strong, not confrontative, not warrior, but just inhabit your space. Stand strong. Let your shoulders go back. Let them drop back. Let your chin be parallel to the floor. Look straight out at life and just get strong that when someone is coming at you, looking for power over you, demeaning, discounting, devaluing, maybe even discarding, it's about them, not about you. They're trying to make it about you, but it isn't about you. So you need to learn to validate yourself. This is very, very important to be able to validate yourself. You know, I was raised by two hijackal parents. I'm an only child. That's a whole lot of negative energy coming from two sides. And yes, I was abused in every way. And it was very difficult, but it'll... It was so difficult and I understood so much about it because 
when you're an only child and you've been made into a little adult in order to deal with two hijackals, you start to think what's going on here. And to be able to stand up for yourself is usually not something a little child will do. Now, fortunately, I don't know, just blessed, I guess, but <laughs> I would look at them and go, uh-uh, this is not good. I couldn't have any power over them, but I could do things that let them know that they weren't going to have inappropriate power over me. Now, I didn't too too well with sexual abuse in that regard, but I remember thinking, I don't like this. It's not right. These people are not doing the right things. So over the years, as I got a doctorate in psychology and I really looked at all this, that's why I made it my mission to help people who are in these situations. I've been there. I've done that. I have the ugly video and the ragged t-shirt. I've been through it all. I've been invalidated and only seen when I made hijackals look good. Because that's what happens if you have a hijackal parent. They'll only validate you when you make them look good. And you know, my parents got so lazy. I happened to be musical. And so I would perform all over and win things. And my parents got so lazy at this validation business that they wouldn't even come when I played or sang somewhere. They would just take the clippings out of the newspaper. That's it. That's it. If you were raised by a hijackal parent, they only validate you when you make them look good. And that is not really possible very long unless you completely bend to their wishes and their demands. And if you did that, then you are really highly likely to end up with a hijackal partner, at least one, hopefully only one, and for not too long of time before you realize what is going on. So we need to understand my definition of assertiveness. And that is this. I've said it before on the podcast. I can't say it often enough. Know that you deserve to take up space and draw breath on this planet. Really know that. And from that place of knowing, know that you have the right to say what you think, feel, need, and want as long as you do not mention another human by name or pronoun. You have that right. Don't talk about them. Know that you deserve to take up space and draw breath on this planet. And from that place, know that you have the right to, to say what you think, what you feel, what you need, and what you want, as long as you do not mention another human by name or pronoun. Know that you have the right and and be able to focus on what you value, what your vision for your life is, what your beliefs are about everything, how the world works, how family works, how relationships are supposed to be, how you're supposed to be, along with your spiritual beliefs or your financial beliefs. Know what they are and align yourself with them. And that is assertive living. That is you asserting yourself. Here's my blueprint for what I want my life to look like. I know why. I know the beliefs that support it. And go for it. Go for it. Go for it. So very important to validate yourself. Because the hijackal is going to be working very hard to invalidate you. 
And number four, hijackals use the past to make you wrong and the future to threaten you. It's like you don't know where to turn because you're going to get it from all sides, right? And we're talking about life-saving immediate practices. So this is coming at you. They are saying and doing things and it's coming at you. And so what do you do? It's very important for you to stay in this moment. Stay in the present moment. Okay, this is happening right now. They want to take me back, blaming me, using words like you never, you always, all of that, which is what we call black or white, all or nothing thinking. I've talked about that in other podcasts. Don't take that in. Don't take that in. You be fully present. That is not true at this moment. What is true at this moment is I am hearing this. It is judgmental. It is blame. It is an angry person trying to define me so they can have some power and be very, very aware. I do not have to take this in. I can become Teflon. I'm going to let it slide off me because it is not who I am, even though they are doing their darndest to define who I am. And when you do that, you can then affirm, no matter what's going on, no matter they're blowing up and blowing smoke, no matter what they're doing, they've left, they hope you feel abandoned, they hope you're upset, and you can be fully present. So I'm going to give you just a few affirmations to use. Here's one. I free myself to see clearly and make new choices. I free myself to see this clearly and make new choices. Can you see how that could allow you to stand up straighter and take a, a better breath? Could you see how you could fully inhabit your life when you say, I free myself from all this toxicity to see clearly and make new choices? Or, I empower myself to make small changes that take me to different results. I encourage my clients to see things clearly and then to take tiny positive steps. I use my method called prepare and practice. And so say to yourself, I empower myself to make small changes that take me to different results. And I hope that those different results are better results, happier results, more positive results, more affirming results. And how about this one? I can change this moment and going forward by where I place my attention. You don't want to be placing your attention on trying to be who your hijackle wants you to be, do you? And you don't want to place your attention on who your hijackle tells you you are, for sure. So you want to purposefully take your attention, consciously take your attention to where you want to go, to who you are, and what that is looking like when you express who you are. And affirm each day in small, consistent ways I empower myself. Each day in small, consistent ways, I empower myself. And say that as you breathe in deeply and exhale with that strong affirmation. Each day in small, consistent ways, I empower myself. 
So I hope this has helped you. These are four immediate life-saving things that you can do, no matter what the chatter going on, no matter what the blame, no matter how long it's been going on, you have a strong internal self and you can tap into that. You can stand up for yourself, if even only in your head for now. Maybe you're not ready to say these things out loud. We can work together on that. But if you're not ready, start saying them internally. Start doing them internally. So very, very important. So I hope you'll do these things because this is part of critical self-care when you're in a toxic situation with a toxic person. And you want to take some power back to empower yourself. Not to have power over like a hijackal. We know we don't like that. So I'm glad that you joined me today, and I hope until we talk again, you will take very, very, very good care of yourself, because you're precious and you matter. Talk soon. Thank you for joining me on the Save Your Sanity podcast today. I hope you've had some new insights, some ideas and strategies to help you gain clarity and confidence for moving forward toward greater emotional health and safety. You deserve that, and so do your children. If you found value here and would like to support this podcast with a dollar or five each month, please do so at patreon.com slash saveyoursanity. Learn more about how to work with me via video conference, join my optimized circles, or subscribe to this podcast on my YouTube channel at my website, transformingrelationship.com. Talk soon. Talk soon.